everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this week's episode, Fatal Attraction. And if you don't get the reference, look it up, and you will totally get why I chose this title for this week. I hope y'all had a great weekend. Mine was busy as usual. But I do have with me today a very special guest co-host. She is a super fan of The Bold and The Beautiful. She is also a fan of the podcast, which I greatly appreciate. You heard her comments last week, which were hysterical. Without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Chelsea S. How are you doing today? Hi, everybody. I'm doing great. How did you get into watching The Bold and the Beautiful? Or like, where does your love for it come in? Well, I guess you would kind of say I'm new to it because I've only been watching it seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but what it was is me and a coworker, we would have an hour-long lunch, and she lived right around the corner from work. So we would just drive home at lunch, and we would watch it and then head back to work. So that's how I got into it. When I was younger, my grandma used to watch um, Days of Our Lives, but I stopped watching it once she left us. Chelsea, I'm really curious. I know that you are in California. I'm not sure how far you are from L.A., but do you ever recognize any of the landmarks or the places that they show at the very beginning of the episodes? Um, I would be about, well, without traffic, it's really only less than, I don't know, less than 50 miles. But with traffic, that's a good two, two and a half hour drive. Um, the beaches, some of the beaches look familiar, but honestly, the cityscape, I don't know what city that is. That is not L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is really interesting. So do you have a favorite and least favorite character? It comes and goes, honestly. It just depends on what's going on, who I hate the most, but I pretty much hate everyone. I don't know why, like, I don't, I don't know why I keep watching because it makes me so mad and I just get so like, what is wrong with you people? Like, but if I had to like save someone from like a burning house, I would save Liam just because he's cute, but his character personality, I'm just like, oh, you're so weak, (laughs) but everybody else, I'm just like, ugh, I don't know. Everyone really gets on my nerves. Liam makes me mad because he's a good guy in general, but he it's like he never stands up for himself. Like, even with the Hope and Thomas thing, he, he goes and yells at Thomas, but that's it. Like, yeah, I would have, I can tell you right now, I would have researched, I would have talked to Sally in depth about what exactly he told her. I would have checked out New York to make sure his story about everything is true. Like, I would have definitely looked into it at least. But he's just, like, cries about it, but then he doesn't do anything. At least punch him in the face or something. Just do something. He always, like, I don't know. It's like he 
he has a good heart and he is a good person, but yeah, he doesn't stand up when he needs to. And then when he tries to, it's just so not believable that, yeah, it just, it's, he's not good. He's not good. And Bill is his dad. So you would think that one, like he would get to a point where he would be like, that's it. You know, like I'm going to handle this, but it just never, it never happens. No, it doesn't happen. And he's so flip floppy and he's so just like, who's ever giving me doe eyes right now? That's who I'm going to be with. Like he, I don't like the flip flop. The flip flop about him bothers me. I feel like Wyatt is more like Bill than, than Liam is. Liam must be a lot like his mom or something. Yeah, I agree. Wyatt is a lot like Bill. And I don't see Wyatt as a flip flopper until recently. The whole thing with Sally has me totally confused. Yeah, the hypocrisy of the Sally situation is really making me mad because I feel like the writers, I'm like, do you think we're dumb? Do we not remember three weeks ago? Like, you're having this, like, conversation, like, you're holier than thou to Sally. When you turned around and you kissed Flo how many times? You're emotionally invested, you're physically invested, but, oh, because she didn't tell you about Thomas, all of a sudden, you're going to freak out. I don't think so. No. I didn't forget. If that's yeah, what it, it was strange. It really was. Sometimes they pick up a storyline, and then they start going another direction, and they expect us to just forget the other stuff. Like, no, we're going this way with it now, so just pretend like you didn't see that other part. <laughs> I know. I hate it when they do that. It makes you like, what is going on? Because one minute he's like head over heels in love with Sally. And then it wasn't even like, it was like one day. I don't even know if it was a whole day. And then now he's like head over heels for flu. It's like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Oh yeah. I can never grasp the timeline of things because they'll wear the same outfit for three days three episodes, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, that was weeks ago. And I'm like, I don't understand what time it is there. And the way the <laughs> children age, before we know it, like, you know, the babies are going to be in college next week. Like, they grow so fast. Yeah, they do. I really want Hope to get that baby back before she's, like, a toddler or in school or in college. Right, and how they're trying to make it seem... Like, well, we'll get into that, how they're trying to make it seem. But, like, it doesn't matter how long Steffi has had that baby, whether it's been two minutes, two years. That is Hope's baby. Give it back to her. Right. That's exactly what I think, too. Okay. If you're ready, Chelsea, let's dive into it. Okie dokie. Monday, June the 10th. I'm going to go a little bit out of order. Let's start at Brooke's house with Hope and Brooke. Now, mm -hmm. Brooke is really trying to be a good mom, right? She's trying to help her. She's trying to get her to, like, see what is, you know, like, what are you doing? You're going to, she keeps trying to tell her, you're going to wake up and regret this. Like, what are you doing? And, of course, like, every single day, Hope is not hearing it. No. So, Hope is tell, tells Brooke about what Xander did, how he bust in and tried to stop them. Mm -hmm. And they both think that's, like, really weird. And that was, like, basically the whole scene. 
What was weird is that nobody followed up with him. If someone busted into my house telling me they have life-changing information, I don't care if the building's on fire. Tell me right now how they just let him leave and didn't follow up at all. I'm like, how how do you not care? Yeah, that that was like, what is happening? Because isn't it suspicious to you at all that he had this, Big thing to tell you, and then and he just gets in his car and leaves. Like, no one even calls him and says, hey, you know, what's going on? That's strange to me. Yeah, that's weird. So then we go to Forrester, and once again, we're with Zoe and Xander. Well, Zoe thinks that Xander told Hope, and she realizes that he didn't. And then he explains it's all because of Thomas. That basically he was being an asshole. So he tells her everything, how, you know, he threatened them and all this stuff. And Zoe's, like, happy about it. Because she's like, oh, good, you didn't get to tell. And I'm like, she only cares about herself. And she asked Xander, do you really love me? Are you kidding me? Shut up. You know, like, he's trying to help you. She's so worried about her dad and herself. It makes me not like her. Yeah, I'm really starting not to like her. I was always suspicious from her from the beginning, and I really wish they would have gone into more of their pre-story. I mean, Xander left a country, changed his name, took on a new identity to get away from this girl. Why? What was she doing? What happened? I would love to know that, too. And not only that, it's he he went through all these extremes, and then he just gets back with her. You know, like, if I, I think if I was running from someone, I wouldn't just be like, oh, okay, we'll just get back together. That's fine. Yeah, that whole thing. And then their weird thing about the accents, like how they're like, they were like, oh, let's play a game and not use our accent. Okay, well, now we're in a serious, like, situation. Things are happening. You think they would, like, start talking normal if you were actually stressing out about these things. Like, you would forget to put on your fake American accent, and you would be talking normal. But somehow (laughs) they're still holding on to that part, even though they're supposedly so stressed out. Mm. I don't know about that. Yeah, that actually aggravated me so much because, I don't know, weird things aggravate me. But that aggravated me so much that I actually had to look it up. And she's actually American, so her accent was fake, her English accent. And then his, he's English, so his English accent is real. It's strange to me. Yeah, that's Basically, weird. um, I just hate Zoe. Like, that's, that's the moral of that scene there. And, uh, okay, so the last scene we have is at Eric's with Thomas and Flo. Now, Flo tells Thomas the truth. Right. And everyone's like, oh, right. So Thomas starts yelling at her how cruel she is for saying such lies and all this stuff. And then Flo insists that it's true. So basically, Flo has to tell Thomas everything, everything that Reese did, everything that happened on the island, the whole story. And, you know, like for a second. I thought, you know, maybe Thomas will do the right thing because he was disgusted by Reese's actions and 
he was yelling at at Flo and getting in her face and saying, you know, how could you do this to Hope? And then he figures out that Phoebe is Beth and he's like in shock. And that's how Monday ends. I was thinking, you know what? Maybe this is just crazy enough to make him do like be a decent person for once. Yeah, at first, I mean, I really liked, I'm, I'm really bad, I don't know these actors' real names, but the previous Thomas, I really was like believing him as a good character. So when this new Thomas came, I'm, I'm not one to take on new actors for these roles. Like it bothers me and they have to earn their chops with me for a little bit. And I feel like that scene, I was like, okay, he, this new Thomas is a good actor because I was actually believing his eyes when he was like, oh my gosh, what is like, this is wrong. This is wrong. I was actually believing for a second, like, wow, he is actually going to do the right thing. But knowing that character and that character's history, I'm like, wait, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And Flo was making me so mad, acting all innocent, being like, I was, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was happening when I came. Girl, please. You were on the, <laughs> you were on the first Greyhound before Reese even hung up the phone coming to LA to help him with whatever he needed. He could have had a dead, an actual dead body laying there and you would have helped him bury it. So don't act like you came here not knowing he was doing something shady. Yeah. Yeah. I know. She's, she's trying to, um, act like, well, I didn't know anything, but that's not true because she knew that, that she was pretending to be a, you know, like some baby's mom, <laughs> you know, like she knew it wasn't on the up and up. So I agree. I think, um, now she's trying to like minimize her involvement in the whole thing. So that brings us into Tuesday. We are back at Eric's with Flo and Thomas, and Thomas is shocked by the news, of course, and he's really mad that Flo kept the secret this long. Flo tries, like you said, to minimize her involvement, and she does apologize over and over. She does. She admits that she should have told, told Hope already. Like, mm-hmm. if she... And then she says the wrong thing, because... I don't know if you noticed, but when she said this, I saw, like, a slight change in Thomas. Because she says, if Hope knew the truth, then she wouldn't be losing her marriage right now. And I was like, mm, now yeah. now he's realizing, uh, this is going to change everything. So, yep, yep, yep. I literally she, put in my notes, like, here we go. Thomas's evil side is coming out. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what else made me mad? I have been, this whole time, I have been rooting for Flo. Because I was thinking, okay, she got caught up in a situation. She didn't know what to do. I'm going to try to give her the benefit of the doubt. But then she starts actually trying to kind of talk Thomas into not saying anything in a way. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, I'm done with Flo. So what do you think about Flo in general? Do you like her, not like her? Nope, I don't like her. I didn't like her from the beginning. Like her coming in and do like helping Reese out from the beginning 
and then her staying around the whole Sally Wyatt situation. I'm like, no, she's shady and she's hiding behind Bambi eyes. She's trying to act all innocent and she gives that. Ugh, I don't know if it's like a soap opera thing or what that where their mouth is just slightly open and their <laughs> eyes are wide and they're just like, duh, that like innocent look. Yeah, that half, that little sliver of a mouth open, just like dirt. Like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like her. I haven't liked her from the beginning. I don't trust her. And then, yeah, I saw that little twitch where all of a sudden it did seem like she was trying to convince him not to tell. And I'm like, what? Like, this is your way out, girl. Like, take his hand. He's ready to go tell. You go tell with him. Like, have him be your backup. Like, this is your opportunity that's what you've been saying this whole time. All you want to do is tell, tell, tell. But it seems like she's only doing that when someone's telling her not to tell. When someone is telling her to tell, all of a sudden she has all these excuses. Why not? Okay. Exactly. That's what made me so mad in that moment when I was watching it. I was like, you've been crying for months and months. Now you keep saying, oh, I can't live like this. But then now you have the opportunity and you don't want him to do like she's like, oh, well, you know, uh, you do know that uh, if you tell hopes will get back with Liam. And I'm thinking, shut up. Like Thomas already <laughs> has major issues about doing the right thing. So just shut up. And it is kind of weird. Like, I don't know if you really remember, like, before Thomas went to New York, when he was with Sally, like his the character they were having him change into, like he was, I'm grown up now. I'm not the same Thomas. Like he wasn't being evil. And then he goes to New York, comes back, and all of a sudden he's evil Thomas again. I'm like, what happened? Because before you went to New York, you were actually becoming a good guy, minus the little rendezvous, you know, when uh, Caroline and Ridge broke up for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... I Thomas has always been like, you know, a little bit wild, like a ladies man, but he's never been evil, right? So like this Thomas is evil and it's, I don't know what's going on. Like what happened in New York? Cause I need to know that. Yeah, definitely. He's a different guy. And like, yeah, I mean, she had the opportunity with Xander. What did she do? She didn't, she didn't fess up. She has the opportunity with Thomas, she doesn't fess up. She doesn't really want to fess up. She just wants to act like she does to say to like feel like a better person or something. But deep down, she don't want to tell because she's shady, too. Yeah, I agree. So uh, once again, we go to Forrester with Zoe and Xander. And Zoe is worried about her dad. And don't get me wrong. Right. I know everyone loves their dad where most people love their dad. So I kind of get it. But I loved it when Xander told her that he doesn't care about her dad because he deserves what he gets. And I was like, yes, because I agree. And Xander seems determined to tell Hope and Liam the truth. But Zoe might talk him out of it. Do you think that he's going to tell? Because I, I, ha I don't. I really don't. At this point in the week when I was watching it, I did think he was going to at this point. I was like, okay, 
he need like there it's just so not logical like if it was me in his position i would just look at her and i go yeah yeah babe no i'm not going to say nothing yeah yeah and as soon as she turns her back in my car down the road telling everybody everything like it's not hard yeah yeah really i can think of a million ways that they could tell hope the truth but you know flo could have wrote her like an an anonymous letter saying right? you know i i was a nurse i know that they told you there was no nurses there but i was a nurse and i and i was there and i saw this you know like come on there's a lot of ways yeah there's a lot of ways they could have went with this storyline and they're they're floundering all of it so over at Steffi's, Liam is helping out with the girls. And this was so weird to me, okay? Because I, I, I couldn't wait to ask you about this. But Steffi uh. actually says <laughs> she wants Phoebe's first words to be cha-cha-cha. And I was like, that what? is weird. Like, that is weird. I don't, like, I could understand if it was like, Oh, she's a toddler and she likes to dance. So her nickname is Cha Cha or something. Like, where did that even come? Like, like I feel like she improved it or something and couldn't think of anything to say. It was just like Cha Cha Cha. Like what? Because see, I thought like it's so weird because I don't. I guess maybe you don't remember it, but when Steffi and Liam are together as a couple, that's like their little sexy word that they use. I don't. You know, like couples have. You know, like little inside jokes and stuff. Well, mm. she'll look at Liam and be like, cha, cha, cha. And I thought, okay, so you want your daughter's first words to be your sexual, <laughs> you're like, your sexual. I thought that was so weird. Yeah, that whole scene, like, literally, I, as soon as I saw her face, I was like, oh no, Steffi's giving him those adoring eyes, those. Oh, I see you in a different way. Like a light switch went off and now she's in love again. I was like, here we go. I know. I'm so tired of the whole Steffi Liam triangle. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I kept getting distracted in that scene by Steffi's clothes. Not to like be a fashionista <laughs> myself, but was the things on her shirt like flat on the shirt like a print or were they like beads that were sticking out because if you have a baby that age you're not gonna wear something and your hair's down and you have two babies please you would be bald because yeah. those kids would have ripped all your hair out <laughs> those little beads on your shirt would be ripped out in mouths like it it was just not believable to me I could not get past her shirt <laughs> like yeah, I just it, it. it was it was definitely an interesting choice that's for sure so basically the scene was not much the main thing is we learned that Liam is uh gonna move in with Steffi and the girls and he's gonna stay in the guest room so basically that's that's the whole thing see and that's what makes me mad about this show also is I'm like you are all multi-millionaires yet somehow you never have anywhere to live. <laughs> like, you could turn around, walk outside, and buy a house in 10 minutes, like cash. Why do you have to guest house or guest room at everyone's places? Like, get your own place, you weirdos. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they should have more sets, definitely. Yeah, like, what happened to that apartment 
with the bathtub in the middle of the room. Where's that apartment? Go stay there. Yeah, with the staircase. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you you know, like, instead of getting Bill, you know, like, Bill's this super rich guy. Instead of getting him, like, his own new, like, set mansion, he they just gave him Taylor's old mansion that she used to live in. Right, so he just bought Taylor's yeah. mansion, and I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, yeah, those little things you have to like kind of look past, you know, like okay, this is not realistic at all because none of you would be living together. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, true. Then let's see. The only other things that happen uh, at Eric's house, Flo calls or texts, I'm not sure, Xander and Zoe to get over there immediately. And she tells them that she told Thomas everything, and Zoe freaks out. Back at Steffi's, Thomas shows up, and he's clearly upset. And he tells Steffi that he has to tell her something that will change her and the girls' lives forever. It's about that night on Catalina Island. And that's how Tuesday ends. You know, if someone came to my house and told me that, I would not let him leave until he told me what he's talking about. Exactly. There's just that a whole thing again where it's like someone busts into your house, tells you they're about to change your life with this information. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Let me take the dog for a walk first before you tell me. Like, what? If someone even just text me like what are you doing i respond like faster <laughs> than these people do when they're getting life-changing information yeah i know it was, i'm like what is going on well, i was just getting so angry yep i had such high hopes at the beginning of this week i was like <gasps> fully sitting up happy 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 like yes 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 and yeah no uh, uh. Yeah, it's infuriating. It's like a love-hate relationship. Because as bad as I get, at the same time, I can't stop watching it. I know. You know what I mean? I couldn't even tell you what characters I like, and somehow I still watch this show. (laughs) You know what? As much as I'm complaining, they must be doing something right, because we're still watching it. Right? I guess I'm just waiting for the day that it actually makes sense, and then I'll stop watching. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) Maybe that's their plan. It's never going to make sense. That way people have to keep watching it. Yep. So that brings us into Wednesday. Um, I'm going to start at Eric's. Okay. So at Eric with Zoe, Xander, and Flo. And uh, for the hundredth time, they have the same argument. So basically, Flo is yelling, I mean, I'm sorry, Zoe is yelling at Flo for telling Thomas. And Xander and Flo are trying to talk Zoe into getting on board with telling the truth, right? But she's really worried, Zoe is really worried about her dad and herself. Mm -hmm. She's convinced herself that they're going to jail. And I feel like Hope is such a nice person. I don't see her throwing them in jail. I just don't. And then Flo makes a good point. She's like, you know what? Why should we care about Reese when he left and he just left us and he doesn't care about us? And of course, Zoe's freaking out. Like, she's totally freaking out. 
Like, she's really, like, hoping that Thomas decides not to say anything because it will mess up his chances with Hope. Oh, yeah. Her brain instantly went to the, like, what, how can I convince him not to say something now? Like, her wheels were turning. She had full crazy eyes. Like, she did. (laughs) She did. And then Xander's like, you just need to prepare yourself for the fallout. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, she says, it, her ev- like, that's what I'm saying, like, how evil is this girl? Like, what is in her past? Like, why is it so easy for her to be like this? Like, what is, what is her story? Because she's evil. She is. And her, well, I guess I would love to know. I would love to know anything about her mom. Because we see she's messed up because of her dad. That's obvious. Like, he's yeah. got issues. I'm wondering what her mom is like. Yeah. I don't believe uh, they've ever mentioned her mom at all, actually. No. Not that I can think of. But we knew she was crazy from the beginning because she used to talk to her cat like it was a person. Oh, I forgot about the cat. <laughs> <laughs> she was totally bonkers when she first came on the show. I forgot all about that. She was. She was like, she belonged on the show Snapped. Like, she is, she was full stalker. (laughs) Now I can see why he left the whole country and changed his name. Right? (laughs) You know what? I agree. I would love to know what she did. Because she had to have done something really bad. Like, something that really scared him for him to go through, go to, like, that length to get away from her, you know? Her past and Quinn's past are the ones that I'm most interested in because how now that Flo is there and her mom is there, there's like hinting about why Quinn and why it had to leave Vegas so quickly. I'm like, did she kill somebody else? Like, what happened then? <laughs> you know, I love when Quinn is crazy. Yeah, crazy Quinn. Those days when she had Liam locked up in the cabin, those were the best days. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. My and I love um Deacon. You know Hope's dad Deacon? Yeah. Quinn was you know when they were married, right? And then my favorite thing like to date, one of my favorite things is when she pushed him off that cliff. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? And she came back to that apartment. They were like in a little apartment or whatever. And she came back and she was so happy. She was smiling like Oh, I just took care of the problem. And then a little while later, he knocks on the door and he has, like, kelp and seaweed and stuff on him. Right. And it's all wet. And he's like, guess what? You didn't get me this time. And I'm like, oh, that is hilarious. I know. That was so, he was like the creature from the Black Lagoon. And he was just like, what the heck? Like, I'm still here. And she was just like, ah, oh, jeez. Like, she was just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, crap. <laughs> But it, like, didn't face her in a way. Like, it didn't shake her. She was just more annoyed than anything. <laughs> I know. Like, you you know, like, a normal person who does something crazy is then, like, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. You know, they're, like, shaking and all this stuff. And But not her. No, she was all, like, oh, I took care of that problem. All, like, happy about it. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Yep. Wednesday, we're still on Wednesday, at Steffi's house. So, Steffi, 
and Liam are at Steffi's and Thomas comes over and he's like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you something, right? And he's really animated about it and he's obviously, he's upset. And he says, look, there's another woman involved. Uh, like, you're not, you're not Phoebe's mother. And she's like, who, Flo? And he's like, no, there's another woman involved. And I'm like, excuse me, get on with it. And then, of course, Liam walks out of the nursery and interrupts. And And he immediately starts yelling at Thomas. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden, Liam found his cojones and was like, oh, I'm going to puff up my chest and I'm going to talk now. No, Liam, shut up. I was like, quit talking, and he was like, I know you came here to gloat about hope, and blah, 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 and he's just like, you know, and I'm like, where did, what the heck, where did this Liam come from? I know. Again, Thomas starts to tell them the truth, and of course, both babies wake up, and I'm like, like, who cares? Who cares? The baby can cry for freaking, like, two minutes, and let him, like... Oh, my goodness. Like, if someone busted in my house even saying a quarter of what he was saying, I would not care what was going on in the background. Like, the baby can cry for a minute. It's fine. Tell me what's happening. But no. I know. I would be like, you're obviously very upset. Liam, go in there and handle the kids. Like, what is going on? Nope, of course. That's not what happens. And then you see. You see that the... The foundation is being laid because Steffi makes that little comment about, oh, I'm so glad you're here to help me. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yep. She's going to make these comments. They're going to start acting all super co-parents. Woohoo! And Thomas ain't going to say nothing. Yeah, because right, you're right. When she, she looked at Thomas and she was like, oh, it's so great to have Liam here. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I had a little bit of hope still because Liam takes the girls. All they do is put them kids to sleep. Like, I've never seen two babies that sleep more in my life. So he takes the girls to go take a nap again so that Thomas and Steffi can talk. And so before Thomas can say anything, Steffi goes on and on about how nice it is to have Liam there and blah, 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 and and how uh, Liam's going to move in. I think she tells him Liam's going to move in. And... Uh, she's just going on and on, and I'm like, uh-oh, this is not good. I'm like, do you not remember five seconds ago when he was telling you that he has information to change your entire life, and you're sitting here like, oh, isn't it cute how we co-parent? We're so adorable. Thomas is like, look, you need to know the truth. And then that's how Wednesday ends. And I, mm-hmm. and I still had a tiny bit of hope on Thursday. A tiny bit. Not a lot, but a tiny bit. So that brings us into Thursday. The show opens at Eric's, and we're with Xander, Zoe, and Flo again. They all think that Thomas is telling Steffi the truth. And basically, Xander tells Zoe that enough is enough. Hope has to know the truth. As they're having this discussion, Wyatt walks in. And he hears... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he hears some of the conversation. And I thought, well, maybe this is it, you know? Because they always, it's all, usually it's like maybe unexpected or. So, of course, Wyatt wants to know what's going on. You missed the key ingredient to someone finding something out. He wasn't in the door crack. 
He just walked in. <laughs> See, that's what yeah. the problem is. He needed yeah. to stay in the crack for a good two count before you bust in and get the real whole story. That's where he messed up. He messed up the recipe. Exactly. If he would have just been listening through a cr- the crack right in the door, then he probably would have heard all of it. But no, when you want him to do the crack in the door, they don't do it. No, they bust in like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> so, of course, Wyatt is like, what are y'all talking about? Why talking about Beth? And, of course, Zoe makes some stupid excuse. And, and then she grabs Xander and they leave. Like, that doesn't look suspicious, right? And then, okay, so now Flo's gonna lie to you. And Flo has a secret with Thomas. She... So where's the difference between what Sally did and what Flo's doing right now? But we'll see who Thomas or Thomas, who Wyatt Ratface actually forgives for the same crimes. <gasps> you know what? You're so smart, Jill. I didn't even put those two things together. You're right. Now she, yes, you're right. She's doing the same exact thing that Sally did, except hers is way worse. Way worser. you know what Chelsea? i was actually thinking maybe she will come clean to wyatt since thomas already knows anyway but of course she doesn't she kisses him instead and i'm like whatever i'm so tired of this i'm like whatever yep I was going to ask you, did you like why it was Flo or Sally better? But I think I know the answer already. Honestly, my favorite was Wyatt and Steffi together. When Wyatt and Steffi were together, I felt like they they were a better, the best couple out of everyone he's messed with. Like Hope, with, wasn't he with the, the Australian girl? Oh, what was her name? Um, Ivy. Ivy, yes. Ivy, the whole Ivy thing. The Sally thing, the flow thing, out of all of them, I think Wyatt should be with Steffi. You know what? I I don't disagree with that. I personally think Steffi and Liam are a horrible couple. They are completely different. I don't feel like, I just feel like it's nothing against Steffi, right? But I just don't like them as a couple together. I've never been on board with it. Maybe it's because... They always got together by, like, lies and stuff. You know, like, she never could get Liam away from Hope without doing something mean, you know, or, like, lying to get him away from. And and it's like, you really want to be someone's second choice? Like, I don't know. I don't get that. Yeah, no, she's, like, I feel like she's so independent and so strong. But when it comes to men, she, I don't know, the Liam situation, like, he... I feel like in real life, a girl like Steffi wouldn't look at Liam twice. Yeah, true. I actually like Steffi with Bill. Yeah, I could see that. It's just the, but uh, just because he's like, you're both of your ex-husband's dad. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, it, it's, it's the age difference and it's kind of weird, but I was always secretly hoping that Kelly was actually Bill's baby and not Liam's. Yeah, I'm still, I mean, it could still pop up. It could still happen. I think that would be such a juicy uh, story, you know? And I know it would, it would like cause a lot of fallout between Bill and Liam, but 
it's really not. I think Liam would get over it eventually because it's not really Bill's fault. I mean, it is, but it's not, you know, it's not like yeah. he, he withheld that information or anything, you know? So it, I don't know. Yeah, I could see her with, yeah, either Bill, if I could get past the dad thing, ugh, but I really would like to see her with Wyatt. I feel like their personalities, their drive, their, sh- I hate to say it, shadiness could <laughs> yeah. go together. <laughs> They were, they were a good couple, actually. I, and they were, they were funny when they were together, too. Yeah. She was just hung up on Liam, so she couldn't, like, it didn't go to its full potential. Yeah. That's true. And, uh, it was also orchestrated by Quinn. Because yeah. she kidnapped Liam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Quinn has done a lot of things. Like, I'm surprised she's not in jail. Like, she has, she pushed Ivy off of the bridge. Remember in, off the, yeah. um, the bridge in France. I think it was France or Paris. And she, uh, kidnapped Liam and didn't get him any medical attention when he hit his head. She almost killed him. I don't know if you remember, but she almost killed him one time. With, like, her jewel tool or something. She had, like, her tool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Killed him. And then she tried to kill Deacon. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for her crazy to come back out. For a while there, I thought she was going to kill Katie. When Katie moved in next door and the whole telescope thing was happening. Yeah, Um, she got really weird. She was like, why are you moving here? Like, oh my gosh, she, Katie doesn't even want Eric. Like, calm down. Yeah, yeah. We need more Quinn in our life. I think that's what's been missing. We need more Quinn. Yeah, I agree. I don't want, I like the old man Eric. I really like him. I think he's so sweet. So I don't want him hurt. But at the same time, when Quinn's with Eric, she can't be crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she, she has to be normal, as normal as she can. So at the same time, I kind of don't want them together. I don't know. I have mixed emotions on that. I have mixed emotions, too, because I kind of want Eric back with Donna. I feel like Eric and Donna would be better. I always thought they were a cute couple. Yeah, Donna needs some love. Like, we need more Donna, too. I agree. And you know what? I think Pam is pretty funny, too. I I could use some more Pam with her lemon bars. Oh, yeah. She's always pushing those bars on somebody. It's so funny. That's another storyline that they kind of just let drop is when Pam was starting to get crazy again. So I guess we're just supposed to assume she's back on her medication and everything's fine. Because I thought Pam was going to kill Quinn. I really did for a minute. Yeah, Um, you're right. They just dropped that storyline because when Donna came back, she was trying to get Donna to go with her plan to Mm -hmm. seduce Eric away from Quinn. And then they just Mm -hmm. dropped it. I don't even know. We never heard another word about it. Oh, and then they have Donna hanging out with Justin now, the lawyer. I don't like that. I don't like Justin. I don't like him. Mm -mm. I always go back and forth with Justin. Sometimes I hate him. Sometimes I like him. He's kind of one of those characters for me. I have a love-hate relationship with him. I do appreciate that he does really, you know, like he's a good friend to Bill. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, 
he's not a good person in general <laughs> most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I just get that, like, you know, when someone, like, just that, I wouldn't say, like, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up, but he just, like, is a cold presence when he is on, like, when he comes into a scene, I'm just like, ugh, like, I feel, like, I need a sweater, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, he, he gives you, a, a like, a vibe, huh? Like, a weird vibe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, long story short, Flo does not tell Wyatt anything. And we head to Steffi's house with Thomas and Steffi. And Thomas tells her, okay, you, I have to tell you the truth, right? This is going to affect all of you. Hope the most. And so Steffi's like, hope? What does hope have to do with anything? And it's so freaking predictable, of course, right as Thomas is trying to explain Liam walks in and interrupts again. Oh my gosh, just so many eye rolls, so many yells of shut up at my screen. I just, oh, oh, my eyes were sore. My eyes were literally sore. (laughs) Okay, so basically what happens is he he gets interrupted again, right? Mm -hmm. And so then he sees that Liam and Steffi are being all, you know, family oriented and they're loving on each other and you know how it is yep super co-parents da, 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 da. yeah and i'm like i can't like i can't so basically he gets all weird and he tells them that they need to remember hope and her sacrifice so that they could be together and not to forget beth and then very weirdly, he, like, runs out of the house, <laughs> slams the door, and takes off. And all they do is, they're like, oh, you know what? Thomas is acting really weird. Are you kidding me? I would have been like, excuse me, get your ass back here right now. <laughs> right? Right and it's now. Like, and then Liam tells her, like, yeah, it was weird, too. Xander busted in and tried to stop us from signing the papers. Like, okay, now two people have come to you, like, super, like, intense, telling you they have information to change your life, and two people you've let just leave. Like, are you are you kidding me? And he doesn't even leave. He does the the stands right outside the door. So we get the shot of him standing right outside the front door still. You could have caught him. And he just, <sighs> deep breath. Look around. Look around. Okay, now I'm going to leave. Like, yeah. It's like they could have caught him like 20 times while he's standing there. Right. Yeah. Ugh. You know what? Like, I think they had a really big missed opportunity right here. Because, hear me out, I know everyone hates Thomas. But, what better way to take Thomas from being the evil villain to the ultimate hero? By having him be the white knight and tell the truth. Be the hero. And then everyone would be like, you know what, maybe Thomas is not so bad. But do they do that? No, they don't. They do not. I feel like this whole this whole week could have not existed. It would have been fine. Yeah, we wouldn't even have really missed anything. I mean, Liam's moving in with Steffi, and um, what? That's about it. No, no, we wouldn't have missed much. 
Oh, don't forget the simultaneous plop onto the couch, like synchronized flopping onto the couch, like, oh, it's so hard to take care of these babies. Like, get out of here. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I wish, you know what? I don't have kids, but if I did, I I would pray that I look like that after just having, after having two babies and taking care of them by myself. Oh, yeah, and her pokey crop top. Yeah. <laughs> so, really, nothing else happens there. There's, you know, Liam's happy he's moving in, blah, blah, blah. That's about it. They're always going to be a family, blah, blah. Over at Forrester, there's a little, like, a really short, short scene with Zoe and Xander. And Xander's just basically telling Zoe that no matter what happens, that he's going to be there for her and they're going to go through it together. And I'm like, he is really a good guy. Like, I was, I didn't ha- I didn't hate Xander and I didn't love Xander, but I'm starting to like him more because he's standing by her even when she's acting like this. It's making me like him less. Oh, no. <laughs> he needs to just yeah, yeah them to their face and go and tell the damn truth already. He's turning into another flow. When someone's telling you not to tell, you're saying we have to tell. And when you have a chance to tell, you don't. So him and Flo are on the same level with me right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that totally. Yeah, I agree. He He was going to do that, right? And so he went over there when they were signing the papers. Mm-hmm. What bothered me the most is that I would have told Thomas, that's fine, that's fine, I'll leave. But this is a huge mansion. But I would have snuck back on the property, and I would have, like, snuck in through the kitchen door or something. I would have pulled out my cell phone, and I would have put the camera on Thomas, and I would have been like, okay, tell my camera right here that you don't want me to tell Hope the information I need to tell her. Then he could have held it against him, like, I'm going to go tell her, and if you try to stop me, I'm going to show her the video of you trying to stop me, because when she hears this news, you trying to stop me is going to be a problem. That is so, that is such a good idea. Imagine if they would have recorded the conversation that happened Friday. More secret recording in this show. (laughs) I agree. They must forget they have smartphones. Right. Or just standing there. If he has you stuck outside, I would have pulled out my cell phone like fine and called Hope or called Liam and be like, can you please come outside? Thomas is refusing to let me in the door. Yeah. That's Do simple. something, Xander. Do something. <laughs> yep. So the next part, I, I, was, I was like losing it. OK, I wanted to throw my remote across the room because. This is the last chance, right? So you're like, okay, he chickened out. He didn't tell Steffi and Liam. That's fine. He don't want to hurt his sister. I just had a tiny, tiny shred of hope that maybe he would tell Hope the truth. Just maybe he wouldn't be able to look at her, seeing how sad she is, and not tell her. So at the cabin... With Hope, Brooke, and Douglas. And Douglas is adorable, isn't he? Yeah, except for he's going to start college in, like, two weeks. Yeah, Uh, probably. The way these kids are aging on this show. Oh, my goodness. The three of them are playing cards, and Douglas wants to know where Liam is. So they explain all that to him. 
that sometimes you have to do things that make you sad. And she tells him that Liam moved out. So he could spend more time with his daughters. I guess he kind of understood. understood. I mean, he's like tiny, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's really making me uncomfortable how much information they're actually sharing with this little boy. Like, this is a lot that you're putting on to a little boy. And it just kind of makes me a little uncomfortable like later on when he tells um who is Douglas tells is it Brooke or is it Ridge or somebody where he's saying oh hope sad because Liam doesn't live here anymore and I'm like I'm just like this is too much information for a boy of his age like I don't know I feel like he knows too much about hope's inner demons right now yeah, I agree. What what are you doing telling this little boy all this stuff? Like, he's got his own problems, you know? Like, right? he's dealing with losing his own mom. So, yeah. again, Brooke tries one last time to get Hope to change her mind about Liam. But she's not having it. She's not hearing it. As usual. So, Douglas goes outside to play. And he comes back in. And he has flowers for Hope. And it was really sweet. And then Evil Thomas arrives. So Brooke takes Douglas to the big house. And I think that at first Thomas was going to tell her the truth or he was at least thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But of course he does. He doesn't because she interrupts him. What is it with people interrupting this week? I should just call this episode like the week of interruption. No, no, don't tell me. I got to tell you this first. Like... Yeah, exactly. And she says that she can't make any promises, but she's, like, open to seeing where their relationship could go in the future, but that she's not ready yet. Of course you're not. You just ended your marriage 20 minutes ago. What are you talking about? (laughs) I know. Is that the same outfit that she had on when she signed those papers? (laughs) I don't know. Is it that hideous? Like, weird-looking couch robe thing, like, yeah. with the and the gold, like, oh, I can't, I, I don't know who's been dressing these people lately, but they need to be fired. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what she was wearing. So, of course, Thomas says, oh, my feelings haven't changed. And then he kisses her for the third time, and again, she pulls away. Like, I don't know, if I was trying to kiss someone and they physically pulled away from me and cringed when I tried to kiss them, I don't know, maybe I would move on from that. I would see that as like, oh, nah, I'll break her down, don't worry, eventually she'll stop cringing whenever I touch her. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, really? Like, take the hint. Like, what, how, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, if a guy gives me a weird look, I'm turned off and I give up on it, let alone, like, physically pushed away and cringed at, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this, Thomas is, I don't even know, he's, like, so crazy at this point, like, he definitely takes after his mother. I feel like next, he's gonna be shooting someone. (laughs) Right? But he won't go to jail because nobody goes to jail. That's another storyline that just went away. She shot Bill and got away with it. I know. I know. I always thought maybe that would come back up, but maybe not. Yeah. 
I I got mad. Remember back, back, back when Wyatt first came on the scene and they caught him stealing that diamond? Yeah. Like, what? No one goes to jail. The only person that went to jail was, uh, what's her name? Eric's ex, the crazy one. Um, um, Sheila? Yes, Sheila. I think Sheila's the only one who's gone to jail out of all these crimes. The only other person I know that actually went to jail was Deacon. Other than that, everyone else gets away with it. Yeah, side characters, they go to jail. (laughs) Ridge went to jail for, like, two days. Oh, yeah, please. I mean, Bill didn't even go to jail for pushing him out of that helicopter. (laughs) I know, right? But, yeah, it's like, um, okay, that's attempted murder, but we'll let it go. It's cool. Everyone's cool with it, right? You're still friends? Okay. It's too much, too much. But, yeah, the whole, how much information they're sharing with Douglas, it makes me uncomfortable because he's such a little boy and he's going through so much already. Like, he doesn't need to take on your, like, Hope, if you're going to be in his life, be a positive. Don't burden him with your issues. Like, that's where it bothers me. I know, right? That's really sad. I never thought of it like that, but you're right. So, the only other thing um, that made me angry was that he says, oh, he says to her, oh, I wish I could take your pain away. I would do anything for you. You can't, except for tell you the truth and actually take your pain away. But I would love to. (laughs) Yeah, that made me crazy because I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you can. Like, you literally can. I know. He's gross. It's gross. At this point, honestly, I don't even care if Hope sees Thomas as a hero and ends up with him, even if she, like, by him telling her that it was her baby, if somehow she's like, sees him in a different way or whatever, and she ends up with Thomas and not with Liam. At this point, I don't even care. I just want this to be done. Yes. And you know what? Normally, they don't drag storylines out. Like, normally, the stories actually go pretty quickly. That's one of the reasons I love the show, because it's 30 minutes. And they go through the stories quickly. But this one, they are killing me. The only positive thing that I can bring away so far is because it is a different hope than the old hope. So they can't do their montages of all their love kissy scenes from the past because it's not the same character. Yeah, that's true. Because, man, last year, when they do have two characters that they've had on this show for a while, they will montage me till I want to shoot myself. (laughs) You're lucky they have a new ridge because they have, uh, what, like 30 years of (laughs) montages for Brooklyn Ridge. If I have to see Brooke and Bill run through that forest one more aspen one more time or be on deck of that stupid ship one yeah more time. in that stupid hot air balloon if oh, i could see that air again. oh yes i'm just happy that we don't have to montage through this because you know hope and Leah both would have flashed back at least three full episodes by now oh, worth yeah. of that reminiscing of Whatever. All we can look at is pictures and picture frames, and that's enough. You know what else was a little bit aggravating? Now, I get it, right? I get that sometimes they 
like refresh the story a little bit by like having a montage or they have the person repeat again for like, I guess for like people that might have missed the day, but they, they do that way too much. It's so annoying. Like Thomas is standing in the kitchen at Steffi's, right? And he's drinking water and we have to sit through his whole conversation with Flo that literally just happened. You know, like, yeah, what literally, literally one of the days I wrote, like, thanks for the recap, guys. We know where we're at. I forget what day of the week it was, but I think it was with Brooke and Hope were basically going over. And I'm just like, yeah, we know all this. Thank you. Thank you for the recap. I know. You might as well just do a previously on because that's what the start of every episode has been. You're wasting minutes. You know, that would be better if they would just do, like, a quick little recap. Maybe yep. do, like, one on Monday and then maybe, like, one on Friday or something like that. And, and then they wouldn't have to repeat over and over the same yep. thing. It's not believable that these people would be having these same damn conversations this many times. It's like, yeah, I know. I was there. Like, I don't know. It's It's too much with the the recapping within the conversations. Like, I'm just like, ugh. I feel like the pattern is like, Monday's good, Tuesday's okay, Wednesdays and Thursdays are full conversation, and then Friday's a cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I honestly skip Wednesdays most weeks because I know it's just going to be the same people having the same conversations and nothing's going to happen. Right. You can watch Monday and Tuesday and Friday and and pretty much know still everything that happened. Yep. All you missed was conversations of the same thing. <laughs> so that brings us into Friday. So at the cabin, all right, this made me mad. At the cabin with Thomas and Hope, of course, because Thomas is a psycho, he can't just give Hope time. I'm like, dude, she said she was open to taking it one day at a time, and then still he keeps pushing her. He's like, you got to choose me. You got to choose me. I'm like, ugh, shut up. Gross. Just gross. Ew. <laughs> why? Why does he desperately want to be with Hope when he knows that she is in love with someone else because I feel like he's using Douglas as the excuse but I don't feel like that I, I feel like that has nothing to do with it and maybe it's like a hereditary family thing I mean Steffi does it with Liam he does it with Hope it's just in their DNA to want who doesn't want them I guess well Ridge did it with Brooke and Taylor, Taylor. so yeah yep. And Taylor still won't give it up, so maybe it's just, that's just how they're built. I guess so. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam. So Ridge calls, and Steffi tells them that Liam is moving back in. And he makes a comment that, oh, Brooke is not going to be happy about this. And I'm like, you think? Can somebody please just give Ridge a cough drop already? Because <laughs> this rat. <sighs> this raspy boy, I'm just, I cannot with him. I cannot, like, I totally lose my, like, I lose my focus. I cannot pay attention to what he's saying because his voice just sounds like he's gargling rocks. <laughs> he does. He does. He has a very unique voice, that's for sure. So they hang up. Liam comes into the room, 
and he's obviously sad. The whole, basically the whole thing is Steffi's like, look, you can talk to me. You don't have to feel weird. If hope is on your mind, like I understand. I know you're sad, blah, blah, blah. Then after they talk, Liam is looking at his phone and he's looking at like pictures of hope and he's clearly sad. Mm-hmm. See, that's where we were saved from a montage. Normally, exactly. that, would been, that would have been some music going on, parading through some forest somewhere. Big Bear. Oh, Big Bear. <laughs> yeah. So, over at Brooks, Brooke and, with Brooke and Ridge, Ridge tells Brooke that Liam moved back in with Steffi, and of course, she's not happy about it. She tells him that ever since Beth died, that Hope has not been thinking clearly, and she's going to wake up and have, like, a million regrets. And I'm like, hello, can someone please get this poor woman some help? Like, you see that she's a wreck, and no one's stopping her or helping her. Can you get the girl some therapy, please? Oh, no, they're just going to let her destroy her whole life. Like, if this would have happened to anybody else, anybody else's family would have been like, maybe you should go talk to a professional about this instead of hiding in a cabin trying to end your marriage. Just an idea. Yeah, exactly. Like, just stop for a second. Whenever you're really, like, in grief, you should never make, like, big life-changing decisions because you're not, like, in your right mind. If you're hungry, you shouldn't make a life decision, let alone in grief. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I agree. I can be pretty uh, crazy when I get too hungry. Right? I'll burn down the whole world if I need a damn Twinkie. <laughs> the next part is kind of weird. So Hope comes over, and basically she texts Liam for him to send her more pictures of him with the girl. And I'm like, this is getting weird. Creepy. Claims. Yeah, I agree. And she claims it will help her get through this, but I don't think so. Liam sends her some, like, a photo or two, and it's clearly not helping her. Like, it's clearly hard for her to look at them. Yeah. And then Brooke's all sad, and they hug, and Hope leaves. And I'm like, this is too sad. Like, every week. Ugh. Yeah. And then Brooke makes a really good point that I'm curious what Ridge is going to say Monday. Because she says, look, I'm concerned about Thomas. Because I, I get a vibe, like I get a vibe from him that he that he's just too intense when it comes to hope. Like I just get a weird vibe, and I'm like, agreed. See, I don't know if you caught it because it was so fast when she first initially started saying something about Thomas. Like Ridge kind of gave her like a look, like in my mind the look was saying, "Watch yourself, you're talking about my kid." Yeah. Yeah. So I understand, like, Brooke's mind is on hope right now. And I know that she does realize that, you know, Thomas is Ridge's son. But, like, I don't know. She may get herself in trouble talking to Ridge about Thomas too much. Because at the end of the day, that's his son. (laughs) That is so funny that you say that because I wrote a question down for you. I wrote, do you think that this whole Beth thing and Thomas thing will break Ridge and and uh broke up if the whole bill and katie getting back together thing didn't just happen 
I would be inclined to say, yeah, but who's Brooke going to go for? If her and Ridge break up, you know she's a bed hopper. So if she don't have another man lined up, she ain't going to leave. Ridge, on the other hand, I don't know. I don't know about that one. It may, it, I hope it doesn't break them up because I rather them two just be together than ruining other people's lives. But I don't know. She needs to watch her mouth a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Go talk to your sisters about it. Don't talk to your husband about it. True. Cause that is a son. You're right. And no one wants to hear bad things about their kid. Yeah. That, that's what I'm worried about. That might break them up, but I hope not because I agree with you. I think they're a good couple together. And because of the history of the show, the -hmm. whole show is, like, based around them. And, like, they fell in love, like, when they were young, young, you know? So it's, like, it's almost like they're the older version of, like, a Liam and Hope. And and I think, um, I agree. They should just stay together and not ruin other people's lives. Yep. Because, yeah, trust me, if I was Katie, I wouldn't, oh, I would not be speaking to Brooke ever, never, ever for the rest of my life. Take off, go and marry my husband. You crazy. Sisters are not. Oh, no. (laughs) My sister would never do that. And even if she did, then I would never talk to her again. I agree. And you know what was worse to me? Even worse was that whenever, okay, so they they cheated with each other and all that stuff. To me, what was even worse is when Katie kept picking up on the vibe that that they still had feelings for each other. But then they kept saying to her face that she's crazy. That's not true. And like drove her to become like an alcoholic because they were both just lying. Then they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? You were right. We do have feelings for each other. I'm like, oh, wow. These two are evil. What made me so mad is that they blamed her. That they turned around and said, well, you pushed us together because you kept saying we had feelings for each other. So then we then we became having feelings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like, our no. fault. I could tell you every single day for the rest of your life that you are a, a polka dot dinosaur. Are you going to turn around one day and tell me, you know what? I am a polka dot dinosaur because you told me every day that I was like, no. Yeah, exactly. There's so many, so many storylines on this show. They just don't take responsibility for their own stuff. It's always someone else told me and that's why I did it. Or someone else said, like, you know what I mean? It's like, no, no one pushes you to do these terrible things. You do these terrible things on your own. Yeah, they always want to try to blame someone else. Okay, so the next part, I was like, so mad. Oh, it's so mad. So Thomas summons Zoe, Xander, and Flo to Forrester, right? Uh, He's like, you need to get over here now. And, of course, because this show is so predictable, I know what he's going to do at this point. But he tells them that he didn't tell and that they're not going to tell either. And Flo, I don't, you never know with her, but she, she's all mad about it. She's like really pissed off. And she tells Thomas that this is not right. Hope is suffering and she needs to know the truth. And I'm like, well, go tell her then. Stupid freaking, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Typical, typical flow. When someone's telling you not to tell, all of a sudden you want to tell. And when he wanted to tell, all of a sudden you're convincing him not to. Typical flow. Yeah, exactly. And so Thomas, he is crazy. He has just lost it. So he actually starts yelling at them and threatening them. He tells them if they don't go along with his plan... There will be consequences, and they will go to jail. Right? And Xander's like, you know what? I get that, but I'm not involved in this. So what about me? And I'm like, Xander, shush it. So then Flo asks Thomas if he really loves Hope, how could he do this to her? And Xander answers, actually, and he says, Don't you see? Because he doesn't care about Hope or the girls or Douglas. He only cares about himself. So Thomas throws his weight around because he's evil, like he's diabolical. So when Xander says, well, you know what? I'm not involved in this. So what about me? Which is a dumb question. (laughs) He tells Xander that if he tells Hope, he will ruin his life, Zoe's life, Reese's life, and Flo's life. He'll ruin all of them. Everybody. (laughs) I would have been like, come at me, bro. Come at me. And then, you know, Xander's kind of standing up to him. And he says, what, you're going to fire me? And then I'll never work in this town again? And he's like, no, I'm going to do worse than that. I'm going to basically destroy your life and everyone's life. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Xander's dumb because he was like, hey, hey, crazy person, don't forget about me. How are you going to punish me? Like, what? Like, stand in the background and shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just keep your mouth shut, dude. I would have just told him, yeah, okay, for sure, yeah, all on the same page, pinky promise. What do you want to, should we all spit in our hand and shake on it? Like, like, yeah, packed, packed. And then I would have walked myself right out the door and went and told Hope. Like, what does it matter if you, like, promise that you're not going to say anything? Like, get out of here. I know, and you know what? If they went to Hope and explained everything, like went to Hope and Liam and explained everything, what Thomas is doing to them and everything, you know that Hope would would protect them against Thomas. You know she would, because once they tell, he has no leverage anymore. Hope can just rehire him if he fires him. Right? You know? it's I don't know. I think they're not giving Hope enough credit, because I don't think she would throw them in jail. I really don't. I don't think so either. I don't so, think so Thomas Lee and... The Three Stooges, that's what I call them now, they're freaking out. And Xander says, oh my gosh, we just made a deal with the devil. Thomas is not just in love with Hope, he's obsessed with her. And I was like, finally, someone sees it. Finally. <laughs> like, well, what does he have to do? Yeah, Xander would know what obsession looks like. Look at Zoe. Remember, you moved to a whole nother country to get away from her because she was obsessed with you. Gross. I'm very curious how Thomas is going to get found out. I'm very curious because he keeps doing these things that could easily be found out if he just did a little research. You know, like the I call it the death box. 
that he sent to himself. You know, like, that just killed me. Because, first of all, she didn't know she was dying. It was a blood clot. It was, like, unexpected. What do you mean? She has a death box. That's not even believable. (sighs) Yeah. And then, like, also, like, Flo was, like, when she was telling Thomas, like, trying to, like, shame him for not saying anything. Girl, you've known this entire time, and you haven't said anything. He didn't say anything for ten minutes, and you want to get on your high horse like he's the bad one for not saying something? Shut up. I know, right? Yeah, she's something else. And then I I really like Denise Richards. But I don't, I'm not crazy about Shauna because I thought maybe she would come in and be like, you know, a mom. Like your mom makes you do things that you don't always want to because they're good for you and that's the right thing to do. But oh no, uh uh, she, she saw that mansion and that was it. She was more worried about the money and living in the mansion and having the Logan name. Yeah. I have no help for, no help, no hope for Shauna from day one because I'm like, okay, you were bestest friends with Quinn in Vegas when Quinn was doing crazy things. And, like, no offense, my family lives in Vegas, but if you live in Vegas, uh, you, you make decisions sometimes that are not on the up and up. So I really didn't have hope for her to be a good person. I kind of, I kind of figured the storyline with her was going to go how it did, that she was going to see all the, the lights and glamour and this and that, and that, yeah, she's going to fight tooth and nail, claw anyone's eyes out to keep that going, which I'm really surprised that she isn't around more right now to make sure that hope or that Flo doesn't say anything. She, her and Quinn, they're on their little vacation. She just had, she just assumes she isn't going to say anything. I would be on that girl. Like, you better not mess this up for us, like, every day. (laughs) I know, right? And you know what? People do keep telling Flo that the Logans stick together and that there's no way. Well, I think it was Xander, but he was trying to tell her there's no way she would put you in jail. You know, like, your cousins, blah, blah, blah. But no, she's just not, I don't know if she don't believe it, or if she's scared, or if she's just not hearing it. I I don't know. She probably doesn't believe it because she's used to doing shady things and people leaving you out to dry. So, you know, I mean, look, Reese took off on her. Her mom's, who knows what history she has with her mom doing things. Like, it's, no, she, she isn't, she's not going to say nothing. I like I would bet money on it that when this all comes out, it will not be Flo confessing. Someone else is going to say something. It is not going to be Flo. Flo will go to the grave with this, with her big doe eyes saying, oh, I want to say something. Yeah, for sure. I actually read an article that quoted Bradley Bell, and he said that the story is almost over. The truth is almost out and that it involves a death. Someone dies and that is what makes the whole truth come out. So I'm very curious about who dies. I feel like it could be any one of them, but most likely Thomas will snap. 
Um, I don't know. Maybe Zoe will snap. She already did bust Flo in her head one time. She might just shoot her. I thought maybe Xander does get brave and is like, you know what? I'm going to do this. So Thomas somehow intercepts him and, like, shoots him or attacks him or something. And then, like, on his deathbed, he tells everybody the truth, you know, or something like that. That's what I was thinking. Maybe it's probably going to be like a deathbed confession is what I'm thinking. Or a crazy twist would be that Reese comes back and he tries to stop Xander and accidentally kills Xander. And that pushes Zoe over the edge where she doesn't care about her dad anymore. And then she tells everybody. Oh, yeah, that would be good, too. I'm very curious about how this is going to come out. After they've made us wait this long, it better be good. Yeah, it better be something. It better not be no casual conversation. Or it better not be a crack in the door either. Okay, so the very last thing, which I just, this is so infuriating. Like, you don't notice that someone deletes something from your phone? Okay, let me get to it. So at the cabin with Hope. Thomas comes in and Hope is crying and she's looking at her phone and he's he like basically demands that she puts the phone down. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. How does no one notice this? That tone, that look, that was aggressive. Like, yes, it was. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. No, that was that was way aggressive. And then he hugs her. It was the weirdest scene ever. So he hugs her. Right. Mm -hmm. And. Brooke walks in, right, and she sees all of this, and then she sneaks back out before they see her. I'm not sure. I'm sure that'll come into play later because I'm not sure where that's going. But when Hope has her back turned to Thomas, she's, like, putting photos away of her and Liam. He grabs her phone and deletes the photo that Liam sent her of Phoebe slash Beth. And I'm like, I know he just didn't do that. That was so weird, her walking slowly and not even putting the picture away, just setting it face down. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, oh, I'm just going to have this not upright so now it doesn't exist. Like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, and then putting the pictures down, right? And then Thomas has her phone, and he has this crazy face. He has, like, crazy eyes, like, so crazy and I'm like how does no one notice this I don't understand how do they not see his crazy mm-hmm. well that and that's how Friday ends it wasn't really a cliffhanger per se I mean unless that him deleting the photo is going to come back somehow which I doubt it I feel like Monday's episode seemed more like a Friday episode and Friday's episode felt like a Wednesday to me like this week was weird It was. They kind of changed it up. It's like halfway through the week they decided, like, "Mm, no, let's torture him a little bit more. Let's not quite end this just yet. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, put in some more. So um, let's break it down. Basically, I agree with you. Not that much happened. It was basically the same old shits. (laughs) Excuse my French, but it was like SOS. So Thomas is horrible. Yep. And I don't believe for two seconds that he loves Hope. I think Xander's right. I think he's obsessed with her. Yeah, it's a challenge. It's a it's a conquest to him. It isn't 
It isn't love. Um, we both agree that he's disgusting. <laughs> yep. But a good actor. I'm really believing him. He, for a soap opera actor, he's, he's doing good. Yeah, I, I like, I actually think that he's doing good and I think, uh, the new hope is doing really well too. Um, Annika Noel, that's her name. I had to think about it. She's doing, I think she's doing a really good job. Like, I, I think she really researched because she even does some of the mannerism that the old Hope did. Yeah, I was real standoffish from her when she first came on because the previous actress, she just looked so innocent. Like, she had an innocence, like, presence to her. When this new Hope came on the scene, I was like, I don't believe you're, like, as, like, that beaming light that Hope is. Like, I wasn't seeing that from her when she first came on. In a way, I was like, mm, I don't know. Is Hope going to come back and be sassy now? Because you give me more of a, like, edgier vibe than the previous one. But now, the way the story has gone, I don't think the previous actress would have done these crying scenes, these craziness justice that the new actress is giving it. Yeah. More edge. The other hope, I wouldn't have, like, the other hope was just way innocent, and this one, she has a little, a touch of, touch of something that makes, makes it more believable for me. Yeah, I agree. She has a little bit more of an edge. Yeah. One thing I was curious about what you thought. When the truth finally comes out, do you think Steffi is going to do the right thing and give the baby back to Hope and Liam, no questions asked? Or do you think she's going to cause trouble for them? I feel like she's going to give the baby back, but we're going to have a lot of a lot of scenes of Steffi being heartbroken about it. I don't think that she wouldn't give the baby back. I don't think she's going to just be like, oh, cool, here you go, on with life. I think she's going to be pretty sad for a while, and that that in turn may make Liam feel sorry for her because, you know, Liam's a white knight. He's got to – he only wants to be with someone who's hurting – yeah. So Hope's going to be happy now because she has her baby. So now he's going to have to console Steffi. So we may not yeah. be at this whole triangle thing, but I do think Steffi's going to give the baby back and just be really heartbroken about it. And I'm not trying to be mean. I love Steffi, but let's be serious. You bought a baby with almost no questions asked. I know people who have adopted, and they don't give a suitcase of, like, $300,000 in cash to the person that they're adopting from. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how yeah. did that not seem suspicious to anyone? Because they didn't want it to be suspicious. <laughs> like, they didn't, they were like, ah, I'm just going to pretend like this isn't weird <laughs> and go with it. <laughs> yeah. I always thought, I was like, this is so strange. Like, if, if I was going to adopt a child and they were like, we need you to bring a briefcase or, or a, yeah, a briefcase full of cash money, I would be like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I need to see your credentials. 
And see that, that, like, I don't know, not to get nitpicky about it, but that whole thing didn't make sense either because the amount he asked for was almost, was like the exact amount that the goons were bugging him about. So how did he even have money to give to Flo? I think, if I remember right, I think he asked for 350000 and I think he gave Flo the fifth, and I don't think he got any money out of it. Oh, okay. If I remember right. Yeah, because I was just like, I was, I remember that being like, I would have, I mean, if you're going to ask for money, I'd at least get something out of it. But who knows? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Savvy's going to just be really heartbroken, but she's going to give that baby back. And Zoe, Xander, and Flo, honestly, maybe, maybe, I don't know about Xander yet, but I definitely am no longer... (laughs) On their side whatsoever. I think they deserve what they get for keeping this secret this long. Because I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that they don't go to someone. Anyone. Brooke. They could go to Brooke. They could go to Liam. They could go to anyone. They go to Eric. And say, Thomas is basically blackmailing us. We need help. But, I, you know, like, but they're not, they're not, you know they're not going to do it. No. They deserve what happens to them. They do. Yeah. I'm I'm so over them. It's like if someone really is going to die, it could be any of those three. I don't care. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I'm wondering, you know what? I know I've probably said this a million times on the podcast, but Sally knows things, right? Because Thomas told her basically told her his plan she knows some of the bad things that he did already why is she not telling them and the fact that she's not it just i'm confused yeah especially like, is she in love with thomas still like i don't understand yeah i don't know they i feel like that's just one of those things that they throw in there and then we're never gonna we're never gonna get satisfaction on it Because when Wyatt was freaking out on her and she was saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like she should, yeah, she had the perfect opportunity to come 100% clean and she didn't. And I don't know if they just forgot to write that in or what happened, but yeah, she, this could have all been blown up a while ago. Yeah, that, that just makes me so aggravated with her. Because at the time when her and Wyatt were fighting, I was on her side for the most part. I just did not understand why she was playing it this way. I was thinking, what are you doing right now? You can be a hero and you can tell him everything. And you can make this whole situation a lot better. But she doesn't do it. She still keeps his secret. And that's the whole reason that they're breaking up to begin with. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that it does bother me that Sally, like, dropped the ball on that situation. But I think they were just pushing the storyline. They weren't really concerned with detail when it came to her situation. They were like, how are we going to get Wyatt with Flo as fast as possible? Okay, get rid of Get rid of Sally for a BS excuse. Okay, bye. When Flo's sitting there doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Def- and her- Flo's is way worse. Mm-hmm. 
because she keeps lying to him. He keeps saying, I know something's wrong with you. Like, I can see it. And she just keeps on, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. I thought maybe because she loves him and she trusts him, maybe she would confide in him. Not so far, anyway. No, it's not going to happen. Oh, no. It's just because she knows that Wyatt would immediately turn around and tell Hope the truth. And when it comes down to it, Flo doesn't really want her to know the truth. She just doesn't want to be in trouble. Yeah, which is so infuriating. Then stop crying about it, okay? Quit pretending, right? Just do like Zoe. If you don't care, then just act like Zoe. Like, at least Zoe's honest. (laughs) You know, like, if you don't care, fine, but quit crying about it. Yep. It's been so many months. Like, I can't even remember now when this story started. I would have to go back into my notes and see. It's been months. I know for sure there was a good two-week period that I didn't watch the show. And when I started watching it again, it was the exact same thing. It didn't even matter that I hadn't watched it for two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my, my notes, I, I get so frustrated because I'll write the same thing over and over and over. Because how many conversations do you need to have about the same thing? Like, I bet you they've had a 100 conversations with Flo and Zoe arguing over whether to tell the truth or not. Oh, yeah. I literally wrote in my notes, I was like, if I wasn't doing a recap right now, I would have fast forwarded this already. <laughs> Why am I watching this? <laughs> I know I have to be honest before I did the podcast I also would fast forward sometimes through things that I didn't care about or that would make me mad or if I already know the information but mm-hmm. now that I do the podcast I don't I, I have to watch it because just in case <laughs> just, just in case you know yeah and we appreciate it <laughs> thank you no problem. Okay, uh, guys, Chelsea has to go to work. So <laughs> going to have to let her go. I don't want to because this has been really fun. I absolutely love to hear from all of you because I love to get other people's perspective on what is going on. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about or put two and two together that Flo is doing the same thing Sally did to Wyatt. Yep. With Thomas. Maybe, and then I'll let let you go, but maybe their plan is that when the truth comes out, Wyatt's going to break up with Flo and go back to Sally. Maybe that was their plan the whole time. And that's why they were like, well, we'll just do this, like, little breakup quick because we're going to get them back together. I mean, I don't know. I'm just making that up. (laughs) But maybe. Maybe. But like I said, I'd rather have Wyatt with Steffi, so... Sally can just find some new meat. You know what I think might be the reason that stops them from doing that is that they, every, I think a lot of people like the Wyatt and Liam, like, brother relationship. And I think that might cause some issues between them two. So that might be Uh what's stopping them, you know? True. Yeah, because we don't want another, like, Ridge, Thorn, and, um... Rick, yes, Rick. Rick situation, like, that whole 
animosity and rivalry thing. Yeah, it, it wasn't. That's not fun. And when Liam and Wyatt weren't getting along, that wasn't. I, I kind of like them being more on each other's page than not. Yeah, I like their brother relationship. It's funny. Yeah, they're adorable. Okay, well, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. And I definitely want you to come back on. Of course, I appreciate being asked and being heard because no one wants to hear me talk about this, but you <laughs> Well, I can tell you that is one of the reasons I started the podcast because my husband got so tired of me griping and talking about the show to him that he was like, you need to do something else. <laughs> I know. I try to so, tell my yeah. friend what's going on and he's just like, if you hate everyone, why are you watching it? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I can't stop. <laughs> I want to put me in B&B rehab. I need it because I don't know why. I hate it. <laughs> I'm mad after. Like, I get no joy. <laughs> My joy is talking crap about it, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of fun, actually. <laughs> So thank you so much for being on the show, and you definitely are going to come back when The Truth comes out, or maybe even before that, because who knows how much longer that's going to take. <laughs> I can't wait to have you back on, Chelsea, and until then, keep your comments coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, and thanks for taking Tom out of your day to talk with me. I hate that you have to go to work, but I hope you have a good day at work. <laughs> Me too. Remember to tip your waitresses and bartenders, people. <laughs> yes, that's very important. <laughs> All right, Chelsea, I'm going to let you go, and I will definitely talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.